Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hello and welcome to the Over and Back Classic NBA Podcast. I am Rich Krejci, no Jason Mann for this episode, but we are continuing. We're getting in the final stretch here, the penultimate of our NBA at 75 Slam Dunk Contest retrospectives. This one, well, folks, the dunk contest needs saving again. And this time, it's up to Jason Richardson. We are going to talk about the 2003 NBA Slam Dunk Contest and uh, get into a little bit of why the contest needed saving yet again. Come on. What are you guys doing? But anyway, uh, make sure you're checking the rest of these series out, these NBA at 75 series. Uh, also, uh, the step back at fansided.com for all the written components of all of these as well. So let's get right into it with Jason Richardson. Save the dunk contest. Yet again. The NBA Slam Dunk Contest was back. Vince Carter had single-handedly resurrected the competition from the deep, dark depths of death. Or did he? The 2000 Dunk Contest would be the last for Carter. In 2001, we all anticipated what you know the stars of the NBA had in store for us as a follow-up. Instead, like a rubber band, the Slam Dunk Contest snapped back to where it had been in its nadir in the mid-90s. Carter was nowhere to be seen. 1997 champion Kobe Bryant? Nah. The 2001 NBA Slam Dunk competition wasn't bad per se, but it lacked the star power and gravitas. Desmond Mason, Baron Davis, Corey Maggette, Stromile Swift, and Deshaun Stevenson are fine players, good dunkers, but they're not stars. In 2002, the NBA decided to shorten the event by inviting only four participants. Desmond Mason was back. Joining him was Jason Richardson, Jared Wallace, and 2000 contest participant Steve Francis. At the same time, they made one of the most disastrous choices in contest history, the introduction of dun-dun-dun, the wheel. Just say the wheel. To any NBA fan at the time, I'll know exactly what you're talking about. The wheel was an interesting concept on paper. It featured classic dunks of years past, and when a player landed on it, they had to do their best recreation of that legendary dunk. The problem is, not all the dunks were fair game to the competitors. This came to an embarrassing head when Francis, who can't palm a basketball, was given Terrence Stansberry's iconic 360 Statue of Liberty dunk. Francis is dejected, Kenny Smith declares this is not fair, and Charles Barkley very bluntly tells millions of people, see, this is why I told you it was stupid to have this wheel. And he was right. Francis does a random dunk, the crowd boos, Francis looks angry. The wheel was an absolute disaster across the board, not only for Francis. By 2003, the NBA was desperate to bring the glory back to the competition, lest it be put on ice again. 
The 20, uh, 2003 competition featured the prior year's winner in Jason Richardson, the 2001 winner in Mason, Young Phoenix Suns star Amari Stoudemire, and New Jersey Nets high flyer Richard Jefferson. Uh, the wheel was thankfully scrapped, and the NBA just decided to let elite dunkers dunk. See what happens. What happened was one of the more underrated dunk contests in history. Smith's declaration that the dunk contest was back on commentary didn't feel as forced as it has in prior years. Richardson and Macy's gave, gave us one of the best duels since Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins in 1988 and set the standard for innovation and excitement that would keep the contest relevant for the next decade. The competitors. Jason Richardson. Richardson was the highlight of the maligned 2002 dunk contest, combining grace, power, and creativity. Richardson was improving on the court as well, with an eye on reestablishing the lowly Golden State Warriors. Desmond Mason. Mason easily won the 2001 contest and excelled at gliding through the air for highlight dunks. Mason himself was also establishing himself as an important player for the Seattle Supersonics. Richard Jefferson. Jefferson was a member of the shocking 2002 New Jersey Nets who stunned the basketball world by making you run to the NBA Finals. The Nets would go to back-to-back finals with Jefferson's on-court production rising greatly during his sophomore campaign. And finally, Amari Stoudemire, a 6'10 rookie power forward center for the Phoenix Suns. Stoudemire was another successful prep-to-pro transition who proved he belonged in the NBA almost immediately en route to the 2003 Rookie of the Year. The competition. This is perhaps the best judging panel in dunk contest history. You have 1991 contest champion D. Brown, the godfather of the dunk contest Julius Irving, 1986 champion Spud Webb, 1985 and 1990 champion Dominique Wilkins, and finally 1987 and 1988 champion Michael Jordan. They brought out the big guns, and the pressure to deliver for these guys was huge. Jefferson started off with a decent windmill off the backboard, Stoudemire went baseline between his legs, impressive first-round dunks from both men, Everett brought their A-game to this competition. Mason is next up, and he skied for a huge cradle dunk. It was fast, it was loud, and it was damn good. Richardson, who would end up with one of the best dunk contests of all time here, uh, started his record-setting night with a crazy alley-oop windmill for a perfect 50. You know that walk that Dominique can walk. He can strike him and put mass between his knees. He can make a strike. Richardson is so high, so smooth, and so powerful with this particular dunk. Jefferson, credit where it's due, tried to do a spinning version of Vince Carter's iconic honeypot dunk, but didn't quite get high enough and turned it into, well, just a dunk. Jefferson would bow out of the first round after getting 37s on both of his dunks. Stoudemire unfortunately missed a dunk early in the night, so when he tries a 360 double clutch and clangs it off the rim, he doesn't get to replace it. Stoudemire is also out. Mason, who is right-handed, goes offhand for a baseline dunk that's made that much better when he kicks his leg out and has an impressive hang time. Mason gets a 44 and punches his ticket into the finals. Richardson only needs a 29 to move to the next round. Of course, again, he could have played it safe. He could have went conservative to ensure he made it to the finals. Thankfully, Richardson is more of a showman, so instead he does an alley-oop 360, bringing the ball down to his hip and throwing it down with one hand. An easy 50 from the judges and a perfect round for Jason Richardson. Yeah, you know where the ball going? <laughs> <laughs> what you mean it's a no-look pass? <laughs> you're looking, you just act like you're not looking. That's acting, child. <laughs> acting 101. See, he needs to save now, because all he needs to do is just make a dunk and he's in. 360, he's got 360. Woo! 360. So much for conceding! 
<laughs> the finals are set. Desmond Mason versus Jason Richardson. Each man will get two dunks. Mason does a between-the-legs baseline dunk for an easy 50. Richardson follows up with a reverse alley-oop. It's good. It's not great. The judges agree. He's awarded a 46. It's going to come down to the final dunk. Mason's final dunk is a two-handed baseline windmill, conservative and smart, but still good enough to get a 43 from the judges. Richardson will need to bring his best if he's going to repeat as champion. He needed a 49 to win. He needed to be perfect. Have no fear. Richardson would follow with one of the best dunks in contest history as he bounced the ball on the floor, went between his legs, and throws down a one-handed reverse dunk. I don't think the throw in the air is going to do it. No, I don't no. think throwing in the Everybody air. Everybody's seen it. Everybody's seen it. I don't think you know the thing that's amazing. This kid has to jump off two feet also. Kenny Smith, who was obviously very excited after that dunk, uh, said before that he needed to see something he had never seen before. And then he screams, I just saw something I've never seen before. More important than putting together a great dunk contest winning dunk was Richardson's ability to meld the history of the contest into all one just all-time great dunk. The legendary dunk was equal parts Isaiah Ryder, Vince Carter, Dominique Wilkins, even Desmond Mason, all combined into one breathtaking dunk that is still among the best ever. Upon completion, Richardson points to the sky, and even before the judges put their numbers up, they would go 50s across the board. Mason shook Richardson's hand. He knew it was over. He conceded the dunk contest. Jay Rich had gone back-to-back in the dunk contest, the first to do so since Michael Jordan in 1988. Nate Robinson would follow that up in 2009 and 2010, and Zach Levine would do the same thing as well in 2015 and 2016. Uh, More importantly, four players brought their absolute best to the competition. No wheels, no gimmicks, no sideshows. The 2003 NBA Slam Dunk Contest, as it was meant to be, a showcase of the best dunkers and high flyers in the NBA. Sure, Richardson and Mason weren't stars on the level of a Wilkins or a Jordan or a Carter or a Bryant, but it didn't matter. The dunk contest had proven that not only could it evolve with the times, but that it could do so without gimmicks and without top-tier stars. The 2003 dunk contest would begin a new era of dunk contests that didn't sheepishly avoid the discussion of why stars weren't involved and where is this guy and where is that guy and why are these guys not playing. Instead, it embraced its new lot in life. Moving forward, the contest would embrace its ability to feature the young great athletes in the NBA and no longer was an embarrassment that the top stars didn't want to participate. The contest had moved past that point and instead would look to the future and look to the rising stars, both literally and figuratively, of the NBA. And that concludes this episode of the NBA at 75. 
covering the 2003 NBA Slam Dunk Contest. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. A few more, or one more left to go. We're going to get to, um, not two more, sorry, two more left to go. I want to spoil it for you. Two more left to go uh, in this series. So thank you guys for checking this out. Thanks for sticking with us uh, throughout it. Um, you know, obviously we were going to try to get as many of them as we could in before the dunk contest, but it was kind of wild to try to do, you know, as many of these in, in such a short amount of time. So we've spread them out a little bit uh, and your podcast, you know, apps and podcast feed isn't just getting completely overrun with me talking about dunk contests. So you get them spread out a little bit, but hopefully you guys are still enjoying them. Uh, you will get a uh, a new over and back coming your way very, very soon as well. Not about uh, dunk contests, about some other stuff uh, as well. But, um, yeah, you got two more dunk contest ones, and then we'll uh, we'll move on to whatever else we're going to do for the rest of the year here at Over and Back. But uh, thank you guys so much for checking this out. Follow us anywhere you can follow, at Over and Back NBA, Facebook, Twitter, all that other good stuff. Uh, make sure you rate and review us on whatever podcast app you use. Make sure you subscribe as well. If there's a podcast app that we're some reason not on, please let us know, and we will get on there immediately. But I'm pretty sure we're on all of them. But, uh, again, if we're not, let us know. We will make sure that we are on them. But uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you so much for everything. Take care. Bye.